Welcome to Notes from the Electronic Cottage. I'm Jim Campbell. Well, though some folks thought it would never get here, it's clearly summer in Maine. The number of cars on the road tells us that there are visitors galore, and many of us are trying to take things a little more slowly, if we can. So, this is a good time to root around in the Electronic Cottage archives to dig up some programs that may be worth another listen for those of us here year-round, or that may be new to folks who've come to visit. In either case, we hope you enjoy, and find useful, this Notes from the Electronic Cottage Encore. Welcome to Notes from the Electronic Cottage. I'm Jim Campbell. Recently, we've been hearing loud moans of young people who are starting back to school soon, and the sometimes louder moans of their elders about summer coming to an end before they even had a chance to notice it was here. But though Washington has temporarily been a somewhat quieter place with Congress in recess, and though regular folks are hustling to get their last vacation dibs in before the kids head back to school, the march of technology hasn't abated a bit during the dog days of August. So, to take our minds off the insult of summer being functionally over for many folks, even if not over astronomically for a few weeks yet, let's look at a few things that researchers have dreamed up recently that will be coming our way, like them or not, before too long. Lots of people are getting accustomed to having voice-controlled devices around them that will follow commands and take care of things like finding the nearest place that serves lobster rolls or changing the channel on the new smart TV to their favorite station. Siri, Cortana, Alexa, Echo, Google Now, just to name a few of the most recognizable names, are becoming part of many people's everyday lives. These devices can control many aspects of daily life, and the convenience that they offer can be terrific. But machines don't actually understand words. They simply compare the wavelengths and other physical aspects of sound waves to material that's embedded in their memories to know when to wake up and to execute other commands. And that capability can pose problems for unsuspecting device owners. For example, back in 2015, a group of researchers at Woot, that sounds like a joke name, but it actually stands for a USENIC section entitled Workshop on Offensive Technologies. When it's spelled out, Woot doesn't sound like much of a hoot at all. Anyway, at that 2015 conference, a group of researchers from Georgetown University offered a presentation entitled, quote, Cocaine Noodles, Exploiting the Gap Between Human and Machine Speech Recognition, end quote. What? Cocaine noodles? What the heck is that all about? Well, the phrase cocaine noodles sounds like gibberish to the human ear, but Google now can interpret that phrase as OK Google. Without plowing through the research details here, it turns out that the sound waves from those two phrases, OK Google and Cocaine Noodles, seem very much alike to a machine. In fact, the researchers got devices controlled by Google Now to wake up and do what they asked. 
And it's not just Google Now. Other seemingly nonsense phrases can work with other devices. Cute, you may say, but so what? Well, suppose a person with bad intent were within machine earshot of such a device and uttered a phrase that made others in the room laugh, but actually opened up the device. From then on, a bad person could issue commands that the owner knew nothing about since they sounded like gibberish, even though everyone within hearing distance heard them uttered. Think about it. The big limitation with this kind of mischief is that everyone else around hears whatever the miscreant says, and if there were too many funny phrases uttered, someone might get suspicious. Fast forward to 2017, when on August 25th, a group of researchers from Princeton University published a paper entitled, quote, Inaudible Voice Commands, end quote. Here's the abstract from that paper. Quote, Voice assistants like Siri enable us to control IoT devices conveniently with voice commands. However, they also provide new attack opportunities for adversaries. Previous papers attacked voice assistants with obfuscated voice commands by leveraging the gap between speech recognition system and human voice perception. The limitation is that these obfuscated commands are audible and thus conspicuous to device owners. In this paper, we propose a novel mechanism to directly attack the microphone used for sensing voice data with inaudible voice commands. We show that the adversary can exploit the microphone's nonlinearity and play well-designed inaudible ultrasounds to cause the microphone to record normal voice commands and thus control the victim device inconspicuously. We demonstrate via end-to-end real-world experiments that our inaudible voice commands can attack an Android phone and an Amazon Echo device with high success rates at a range of 2 to 3 meters." End quote. Long story short, These researchers were able to command an Android phone using Google Now to take a picture and to enter airplane mode without ever saying a word using an audible, to the human ear, commands. And it wasn't as if the phone was in their pockets either. They could control an Android phone with a 100% success rate from about 10 feet away. Think about that for a moment. Now, these kind of demonstrations are still more or less parlor tricks in controlled lab-type situations. But as we've seen over and over, what's in the lab today will be in our faces tomorrow. Devices that connect to the web can surely seem to make our lives easier. From smartphones to baby monitors to thermostats to door openers to speakers which are also listeners like Echo or Alexa. But there are, as is often the case with modern technology, potential big complications as well as great conveniences that can come with their use. One of these days, it would be good to have a checklist to go down as we ponder whether to purchase and use the latest and greatest piece of tech in the emerging Internet of Things. So we'll ponder what might be on such a checklist right here on future editions of Notes from the Electronic Cottage.